Welcome to Sleepless in St. Canard, World's Dodger Places Rum Cycle. So I'm Kitty. And I'm Ange. And we haven't slept. In 30 years. This is a podcast about the 90s Disney cartoon Darkwing Duck, where everything is chill. Everything's low-key, laid back, nothing bad ever happens, and you just gotta live your life, man. Just roll with it. Because... Here we have medical doctors, Hebe and Jeebe, totally legit doctors. It'll take care of everything and everyone. And today's episode, Stress to Kill. Groovy. The prerequisite to the everything is fine comic with that dog sitting in the burning room. This is fine. Everything is is fine. fine. There it is. And we're fine. And here we are, discussing... My pick for for great team-ups. And you know what? I stand by my pick. You're pretty much guaranteed to have a good time with a Megavolt and Quackerjack episode. And not only that, it's a very Mm well-animated episode. It's very pretty. uh, With a few coloration things, which we will touch on later, I have no doubt. But overall, a very, very good episode. If you would like to watch this episode, which I recommend, it is on Disney Plus Season 1, Episode 53. Quacker Jack and Megvelt open a devious new clinic. Just a clinic. <laughs> Just a clinic. And it opens with the Thunderquack flying through a moonlit St. Canard sky over the city. And it's very pretty. It's one of those opening scenes where I'm like, art's real nice. Art's real nice. I feel good about this one. Darkwing is pissed because his daily crime report is coming up with zilch. Everyone is behaving themselves, and we learn that Darkwing apparently just has cameras littered throughout the city to spy on people. (laughs) As he's just kind of talking about how nothing bad is going on, we get little images of people just enjoying and living their lives, playing tennis, barbecuing, (laughs) hanging out in their own yard. (laughs) Some Dark Warrior vibes there, jeez. Always watching, Wazowski, always watching. And what he's watching is absolutely nothing, because nothing bad is happening. Uh, but Darkwing is determined to find a crime. And Launchpad whips out a self-help book he's been reading, uh, trying to calm Darkwing down. It's called Stress Busters, How to Relax in a Hurry. And Launchpad is like, hey, you should probably read it. And Darkwing shows him how very calm he is by having a full-grown man's equivalent to uh, cat zoomies all over the cockpit. Until he finally spots a shop that looks like it's been busted into. This is uh, very much an episode of Darkwing being like, Oh, tell me to calm down! And just completely blowing a gasket every five seconds. But the aforementioned store that's been busted into is apparently Gumbert's Candy Store. Which is a pretty great name for a candy store. But also, if your name is Gumbert, what other choice do you have? Mm-hmm. And to open a candy shop. Darkwing is ahaing his way through his investigation at the candy shop, and when he asks who robbed the joint, the worker uh, there is super chill, and he just tells him that a cowboy and an Indian pulled off the heist. Uh, Darkwing questions the guy as to why he's so calm, and this champion, this king among kings, just straight up c'est himself into a nap standing straight up, and then slides down to the floor, having the most glorious sleep of his life, it looks like, and I envy him. Launchpad chimes in with more wisdom from his stress-busting book. And Darkwing, always and forever the portrait of Grace, slips on some gumballs and makes various Darkwing noises as he slides his way out of the shop. (laughs) Launchpad just kind of figures that this is him following the gumballs to the crooks. 
and then just takes some floor candy off the, the ground and eats it um, as he follows him. I mean, oh. slime fries. Uh, I'll be like what else is kids. he eating? He's eating a lot of stuff that's weird and should not be eaten, so. Don't, don't be launch pad, kids. That's don't a good way to get food poisoning. Mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you stuff it in your face. Did you ever have that <laughs> song? No. Okay. Sing it for me again. Okay, it might be a Canadian... It's a Canadian thing, then. We used to get these these Concerned Children Advertisers commercials on TV in the 90s, and the most famous one that I remember were these two creepy blue puppets. They were children. Oh, no. And they would sing, and they'd say, Don't you put it in your mouth. And it goes on for quite some time. And how many children were inspired to put something in their mouth after watching that? I'm not sure, but they did tell us that it was okay to eat if it was a muffin or a beet. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> as long as there are clear rules involved. I'll send you um, this commercial later. I, I think okay. you witness Good. it. Good. I feel like I eat too many things off the ground. I feel like it's about time I, I learned this lesson. Launchpad, too, apparently. Well, Launchpad will never learn. That's part of his charm. So the candy leads the heroes to the next stop on the hit parade as they get to a damn near decimated bowling alley. And Darkwing wanders up to two very chillaxed employees who are playing cards among the wreckage. This time, they say the damage was done by a couple of pirates. They wanted to try a new type of bowling with a jackhammer, some marmalade, and a pack of wild panthers. Just sounds like bowling to me. Darkwing is outraged when he finds out that the employees to this request just said okie dokie. He kind of flips out a little bit as Launchpad just tries his damn just to kill himself with all the bowling balls. He's just <laughs> having a time and the employees kind of hush Darkwing. And when he asks why he's being shushed, he is assaulted by the Panthers that are still there. How Megavolt and Quackerjack got Panthers, we never find out, but that's okay. Also, spoilers, this is Megavolt and Quackerjack. Uh, the clues outside are still being diligently followed by a very chewed-up Darkwing. And he says then, now that what the chaos they're tra- tracing now is two circus clowns. And uh, he just kind of is like, well, this case just keeps getting crazier and crazier. And with that perfect setup, we head to a theater where Billiam Drakespeare is being performed until the Hamlet is hooked off the stage and Quackerjack steals the spotlight in a costume. It's just a generic kind of costume. But he's still wearing his jester's cap, because of course he is. Megavolt is in a lovely dress and complains that all the dressing up is getting boring. And Quackerjack just basically shuts him down and starts collecting money from all the theater goers at Sword Point. Can we do something a little more shocking? Shush, Megavolt! You'll spoil my little drama! Strange. The trail led right into the Schubert Theater. But ere our fine amusement may commence, we must collect your dollars and your cents. Look, those aren't actors. It's that crazed toy maker, Quackerjack, and his supercharged pal, Megavolt. Of course! They're behind this cockamamie crime wave! Hold it right there, you thieving thespians! The citizens of St. Canard won't stand for this sort of treatment! Oh, we don't mind. 
What is with you people? The city is being robbed blind, and you act like nothing's happening! So, like, what's your point? No! Darkwing has detectored his way into the building and rushes up to stop the robbery, but no one seems to mind and just keeps handing over their valuables to Megabolt and Quacker Jack. And they almost kind of sneak off as Darkwing starts lecturing all the people in the theater as to why they should care about being robbed. But he does catch up to them. And um, Mr. Banana Brain offers up that he should just relax, Max. And Darkwing flips out over how calm he is. He's very chill. He is not worked up at all as he jumps up and down on his hat with such intensity that the scenery of the play collapses right on top of him. Milady Megavolt says, you really know how to bring the house down. <laughs> oh, Chad tries to intervene, but just kind of gets zapped. And then Cracker Jack compliments uh, Megavolt and Megavolt curtsies. And we get to see some leg. Like, he's not wearing pants under his little dress. Ooh, he is wow. wearing his big blue, be- like, shit kicking boots. But he is <laughs> apparently just bare-legged under his pretty little purple skirt. And they get away. Of course they do. Darkwing starts beating himself up about losing his cool. And finally gives in to decide to read uh, Launchpad's self-help book. You get a bit of a monologue that's very much um, akin to the goofy Olympic thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That cartoon. Um, and it's all very calm. Uh, what's his name? The guy who's the voice of Molecula. Oh, no. Jack Angel? No, it's not Molecula. It's the other one. Frank Walker? Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's him doing the narration of how calm and refreshing it is to go for a jog. But then, of course, we see Darkwing getting chased by really angry dogs. And um, he's like, oh, I'll just get a massage. They're great. And he's getting rolled flat by his masseuse or massage therapist with like a rolling pin. And then he just kind of pretzels himself up to do meditation and goes absolutely bananas as a fly starts flying around his head and he trashes the entire house trying to kill it, eventually just going full overboard and blowing the house up with a stack of dynamite and it was still not even killing the fly. Doesn't look so relaxed to me. <laughs> it's a fly. <laughs> Got him! but triumphant. Uh, I I think maybe it's time that we read Chapter 12, D.W. (laughs) Seeking Professional Help. (laughs) Fly. Fly is still there, and Darkwing's remaining sanity shatters, and Lodgepet is like... Dude, you need to see a therapist. He does. Only now, only now do they realize that Darkwing needs a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> that, he's, that he's slightly unhinged. So he heads off to see one, or two, as the case may be. And his two doctors introduce themselves as Dr. Hebe and Dr. Jeebe, and are absolutely not poorly disguised Megavolt and Quackerjack, not even slightly. 
Yeah, even Darkwing is like, oh, you look kind of familiar. And they're like, oh, yes, deja vu. And they just kind of torture him a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, hammers and in the jack-in-the-box with a shark inside that eats him, that he eventually beats into submission with a club. Actually pretty funny, because he like gets out. It's like a stuffed shark, and he gets out of the shark, and he beats it with a club, and then it gets back into like the little jack-in-the-box thing, and it twitches like it's going to come out again, and he just rears up and smashes it. Pretty good. Uh, but the jig is soon up when Dr. GB suggests that they zap him with their Eloxitron, and Darkwing is like, wait a second, you're Mega Volt and Quacker Jack, and they're just like, yep. <laughs> and then they tie him down and zap him. And it doesn't look like a very relaxing Ray. He seems to be in quite a lot of pain. <laughs> and his skeleton is on full display as he is apt by this relaxotron. And we head back to the Mallard house where Goslin and Launchpad are watching TV. And Darkwing comes in on the, um, the spinning chairs and just kind of breezes into the room by ricocheting off the walls and coming to a crashing halt on the coffee table and just kind of lays there. Very cool. Cool as a cucumber. And even Tom Lockjaw is very, very relaxed as he says that two pumpkins stole some Egyptian stuff from the uh, museum. And <laughs> Launchpad is very excited about this in, in, a, in a, a gentler form of lobster women's. He's like, GDW, giant pumpkins! <laughs> <laughs> and that made me chuckle. He's like, giant pumpkins? He's like, oh, that's probably Megavolt and Quackerjack. But Darkwing's not interested. He's like, oh, yeah, they're just too busy running their clinic. And, oh, by the way, I just want to listen to this waddle man that they gave me. Oslin tries to knock him out of his zen by using her, by taking her turn at destroying the house. And just kind of goes on a pogo stick and just destroys everything. Like, this house is probably up there with the the Muddlefoot's house for how many times it's been destroyed. If not more. The Homeowners Association hates all these people. <laughs> But who do the homeowners associations like? But anyway, I digress. Goslin is, is lulled into a false sense of security, thinking that her destruction has worked. As Darkwing gets very angry, his temper flares, uh, but it's just a false alarm because he thought that his Walkman was out of batteries. But it's not, and all is still right with the world. He just chills out on the couch. Meanwhile, Quackerjack and Megold have just made a giant pile of their loot in the middle of the street. <laughs> and are congratulating each other and how great their their plan has gone. And they're both wearing like those little Egypt, Egyptian headdress things with the snakes on them, and they get interrupted by an I am the terror, but Darkwing is too relaxed. He can't remember the rest of it. He's like, and then there's something about flapping, right? I am the terror! Uh, and, and then there's something about flapping, right? Right? Now say something to strike fear in their hearts, D.W. Wow. Cool hats. Dad, those are the bad guys. You're supposed to foil them, not flatter them. Ooh, getting upset, young lady? Well, we know how to cure that. Meet Mr. Relaxatron. Yipe. <laughs> it's pretty great. Goslin yells at him. And she's like, you're supposed to flatten them, not flatter them. And uh, the bad guys are like, whoa, you're a little stressed out. Why don't we use your Relaxatron? Uh, but Megavolt is out of juice because, of course, he is. And Cracker Jack calls him Sparky, which gets Megavolt all riled up. He does not like that, as we know. Goslin, quick on her feet, grabs the gas gun and blasts them all with his thick 
disgusting looking gloopy green stuff, which uh, I give all that in tastes. And he's like, oh, it's relish, which I don't know. I feel I still feel like that's worse. I don't I don't like that. And Megavolt and Quackerjack just kind of walk away, free themselves of the relish and saunter off with Quackerjack just getting one more sparky pot shot at him. And Goslin tries to understand the logic of having relish in a gas gun. And Darkwing is like, oh, well, here's my very sound logic and pulls out a fistful of cocktail wieners. <laughs> Crazy Kevin's cocktail weenies. Oh, Kevin. Megavolt, in an attempt to charge himself, is on the top of an electric pole about to plug himself in, and Quackerjack throws another sparky at him, and Meg- <laughs> Megavolt lets out a fantastically unhinged don't-call-me-sparky before falling to the ground, singed but powered up. Unfortunately, he broke the la- relaxotron in the fall and also kicked out the power in the entire city. Quackerjack decides to light up the place literally, by lighting the city on fire with a fire truck, because if it shot water, it would be called a water truck. And the city goes up like a tinderbox. And <laughs> Crackerjack and Megalt immediately regret everything they did and start running around trying to get someone to help put out the fire. They plead to a fireman who's just kind of like, ah, oh, it'll put itself out. And then they just kind of run around screaming. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> yeah, they're not fine. They don't think it's fine. Um, Team Darkwing is rolling down the burning streets in the rat catcher and have to stop short to avoid hitting a falling, burning building. And this naturally sends Darkwing flying through the air. He is the this is fine dog through this whole thing. And he lands on the street next to the desperate villains who start begging him to save them. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've got this and just pulls out more cocktail weenies to roast. <laughs> and a cracker jack and Megavolt just start sobbing. <laughs> That's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) Just start crying. Uh, The rat catcher catches up and Goslin yells at the bad guys to put the fire out. And Megabot's like, oh, put out the fire. And blasts a fire uh, hydrant that actually does put out the fire. But womp womp, the city starts flooding. Quackerjack has an inflatable rubber ducky boat float thing that he, he blows up and everybody gets into it. And start floating away to safety. But oh no, naturally there is now a waterfall in the city. And Goslin starts trying to knock Darkwing back into his senses, or what senses he ever had. She splashes water on him, and Megavolt is like, hey, watch it, I can short out. And Goslin says, hey, he says, that sounds great. Here, hold this. And throws her dad at him and splashes <laughs> them both. And that seems to do the trick. Of course, he doesn't actually save them. From going over this sudden waterfall, and somehow they kind of wind up sucked into the St. Canard waterworks, like through a pipe, and then they're just in a whirlpool of doom. Presumably in every waterworks in every city, there is a whirlpool of doom. But using Quackerjack's toy teeth and Megavolt's power core, Darkway makes a grappling hook that gets them free of the, the whirlpool, and... Uh, Goslin points out the shutoff valve, and Darkwing uses Launchpad's Stressbusters book and literally chucks the book at it and turns off the valve. Literally no time. Megavolt and Quackerjack are already in the boat, paddling away, making their escape. And Darkwing once more pulls out the cocktail weenies and uses the toothpick to pop their boat. The duck deflates dramatically, and the crooks are caught, and the day is saved. To celebrate, the Mallards are enjoying your victory by having a picnic. And Launchpad, Mrs. Drake's weenie. 
Uh, Goslin is like, see, Dad, you can relax if you stop thinking about crime for five seconds. But he spots a litter bug and nearly unchills. But then he remembers that the cleanup crew can handle it. And we see that Megavolt and Quacker Jack are in prison jumpsuits and are tasked with picking up the trash in the park. Quacker Jack, at this point, is mostly orange. And it is awful. <laughs> Cheeto Jack returns! <laughs> Cheeto Jack returns. His, his neck is orange. His arms are orange. It's just bad. Uh, he gets one more sparky in as he tells Megavolt to relax. And Megavolt has a beautiful Darkwing meltdown himself. Uh, and he's like, I am relaxed. I am relaxed. Ah! We end our episode. And the city just unburnt itself. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it, it happens every other Tuesday. And there we have it. That is uh, stress to kill. It um, was a pretty fast-paced episode. They kind of just were like boom, 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 and uh, you're on your way. And yet, so chill at the same time. So chill at the same time. I I feel like Darkwing needed to be jolted with actual electrocution to get knocked out of it. So who knows? Maybe the citizens of Saint Canard are just still riding that rave of cool, of chillville. And that's why they're not bothered by half the supervillain stuff happening, because they're still relaxotroned. Is that really a bad way to live? I don't think so. I think we could all use a little hypnosis <laughs> to chill the fuck out. Uh, so not a single foot in this episode, but even still, it was a very good one. I enjoy it. How would you rate this on the Quackerware Freshness Scale? I'd say about a four out of five. Mm, mm, mm. Not a perfect score. Well, Cheeto Jack, I mean. Cheeto Jack, yeah. And the Cheetoed Wonder. Yeah. Fair enough. That deserves a whole point off. I would say probably a 4.5. It, or maybe a five. I don't think there's anything that I would, Im- would improve in this episode. You know, minor miscolorations aside. As I said, the the animation in this is very good. Like, everybody looked really nice. And I feel like this is probably a very heavily referenced episode as far as, like, character poses and, like, character models go. Like, there's the Darkwing, like, pulls on his hat in frustration at one point. And I've definitely seen that picture all over the place. (sighs) I don't know. It was good. There was never a point in this episode where I'm like, ooh, that looks... That looks wrong. Other than, you know, Orange Quacker Jack. But we don't talk about Orange Quacker Jack. He can't hurt us. Uh, he's not <laughs> <Can> real. He? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dr. Heebie, Dr. Jeebie, help me forget about the Orange Quacker Jack. But yeah, there's that. Any final thoughts? I feel like we just kind of blew through this one. It was, it was fun. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, I can relate to Drake in the trying to relax and trying all these different techniques. And having it just end horribly. I mean, I've tried doing what people call grounding techniques where you go out and you feel the grass with your bare feet and you focus on the nature around you. And it's like, without fail, I either step on something gross or (laughs) I'm surrounded by like bugs and mosquitoes or dead fish for some reason because I decided to go to the (laughs) beach and there was a dead fish just rolled up next to me. Beauty of nature. 
And yoga I've tried, and I actually got panic attacks from doing yoga because the breathing stuff, for some reason, I don't know, like you had to focus on your breathing while you were doing the stretching, and there was something about the in and out and like having to take the deep breaths that somehow made it worse for me. You just had it. You, you're just only allowed to stay permanently stressed. Anything less than stress will kill you. I think so. <laughs> no relaxatron for you. Dr. Hebe and GB would just scratch their heads when confronted with you. But hey, it's all good. Also, the um, the one of the people that Darkwing was yelling at in the theater about how he was just kind of like handing over his goods to to Megavolt and Quackerjack was very obviously like a thug character that they've used a few times. <laughs> so it's just like this big, like pig, big looking dude just sitting in the front row of a Shakespeare play in his like, you know, little cut off finger gloves and his five o'clock shadow, just taking in the local culture. Perfect. That's pretty funny. Well, there we go. We want to spin the wheel or are we, we're definitely doing... A Negaduck book next time? We can spin the wheel now if you'd like. Oh, I'll spin the wheel. Let me pull it up. Make sure that I took this one off it. Da, 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 da. And we did get Justice, Justice Ducks, and, and boycotted it last time. Mm-hmm. Six stress to kill off here. Let's see what we got. Will it be a kind wheel or an evil wheel? Oh, it's an evil wheel. And it's a moment we have all dreaded. Our next uh, episode is smarter than a speeding bullet. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so uh, yeah, next time we'll probably be Negaduck. And then after that, it will just, it'll be a four hour episode (laughs) because it will not be straightforward. (laughs) There'll be a lot of rambling uh, to protect our brains and your sanity from talking about Comic Guy. How did this one end up on the wheel again? What was it under? I literally think we just had a Comic Guy thing, or that may have been a joke. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Return of the Dumpster episodes, maybe. I don't know, but he's here. He's ready for us. He's coming, and. None of us are prepared. Until next time. If you could skip next episode, dear listeners, but <laughs> if you want to tough it out with us, our next uh, TV show episode will be smarter than a speeding bullet. But before and that, really... Negaduck. Before that, Negaduck. And before that, remember that crime doesn't sleep. And neither do Dr. Heavies and GBs. Don't put anything in your mouth. Do carefully, friends. Don't you put it in your mouth, don't you put it in your mouth, don't you stuff it in your face, don't stuff it in your face, though it might look good to eat, though it might look good to eat, and it might look good to taste, and it might look good to taste, you could get sick, Ick. real quick, Ick. real sick, real Ick. don't you put it in your mouth, uh-uh, tell you at someone you love, that's right, sis. If it's okay to eat, if it's okay to eat, like a muffin or a beet, like a muffin or a beet, if you don't know just what it is, remember boys and girls, don't put it in your mouth. Yeah. Always.
Always ask someone you love before you put anything in your mouth. A message from Concerned Children's Advertisers. 